You are listening to episode number three of the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. Welcome to the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. This podcast is for women who are ready to experience a life free from dieting, weight cycling, and food restriction in order to live out their God-given purpose. We'll learn how to embrace authentic health like you never have before. Join founder and host, Julia Noel, registered dietitian and diabetes educator, to discover your unique version of the Joyfully Nourished Life today. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. This is Julia, your host. Welcome. I am very excited to keep this podcast going and I hope those of you who have been listening along for the first two episodes and now this episode have been enjoying the episodes that I have been writing up and and recording over the last uh, three months now, which is kind of crazy to think that it's been three months. Um, But if you are new um, and listening for the first time, thank you so much for listening in and I hope you enjoy this episode. Today's episode is going to be short and to the point um, for two reasons. Um, The first reason is because this is passion play season. So if you go to a church that does an Easter play or a passion play. I'm sure you kind of can relate to all the things that go into it. Um, but this is like a regular church play on steroids. <laughs> so um, this season is a very busy one. Um, I've had a lot less time to prepare this episode. Um, and as much as I love, love, love getting to be a part of the passion play that I am in here in town um, in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, And I truly enjoy celebrating the life, death, and resurrection of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with my church. Um, It is is quite a long and tiring season of of play rehearsals um, that seem to put everything else on the back burner. Um, So pair that with um, being a dietitian, wrapping up National National Nutrition Month um, at the same time, and it's quite a lot. So that is reason number one. Reason number two is that I believe it is important to talk about this topic that I have for today in a way that's very clear and concise and and doesn't leave a whole lot of room for discrepancy. Um, And today's topic is the crux of what this podcast is about, this faith-based podcast um, where we are learning how to break free from the stronghold of dieting in a way that honors God first, but second, honors God's design for learning how to keep your unique body healthy for a thriving life. So, Let's dive in to the five reasons why you need to quit dieting right now. So if any of these things applies to you, you are probably one of those people who needs to reject the diet mentality. That's principle number one of intuitive eating, which I've talked about in previous podcast episodes. So the first reason why you need to quit dieting right now is if your body and mind are suffering for something that ultimately is not worth it. So ask yourself this question. Are my attempts to lose weight causing me to suffer in a way that is physically and mentally draining? Chances are high that it is not God's will for you to use something like dieting for weight loss in this way. Now, this isn't because there is anything inherently wrong with weight loss itself. Um, A big 
part of intuitive eating is not necessarily anti-weight loss. Um, it's anti-dieting, but weight loss can often be um, a, I guess I'll put it as a side effect of um, making healthy lifestyle changes that actually point in the direction of um, intuitive eating. And so that being said, um, I think it's important to recognize that many people can attest to the benefits of making lifestyle changes that improve overall health, um, and myself included. Uh, it is normal for our weight to fluctuate in a way that um, gets us back to what is our set weight, which is, uh, I've talked about set weight in a previous episode, which is a weight where your body is metabolically doing what it is genetically supposed to do, the way God created your body to work. And it's not having these major um, weight fluctuations over time due to extreme um, binge restrict cycles. So weight weight changes, like small weight changes, when we are on the journey of intuitive eating are normal. However, it's perfectly fine until it isn't. <laughs> so what I mean by that is making weight loss the end goal at all costs is when it becomes problematic. So statistical evidence tells us that about 35% of normal dieters will begin to exhibit what's called chronic dieting behavior. So this is basically yo-yo dieting, and you guys have probably all heard of that. Um, and so this statistic lets us know that, hey, many people end up creating a lifestyle of dieting habiting, uh, dieting habits that can result in um, some really problematic issues. And among those 35%, about 20 to 25% of them go on to develop an eating disorder. So to put that into perspective, that 20 to 25% is approximately 30 million people in the United States alone. That's sobering. Um, and another statistic indicates that more than 85% of people who decide to choose restrictive dieting and extreme measures to lose weight are going to eventually regain it back and some. So what do I mean by restrictive dieting or extreme measures? Things like using weight loss drugs, um, cutting out food groups for the sake of being able to lose weight, and then exercising excessively. Those are just three examples. So we know that people who lose weight in those extreme um, kind of all or nothing ways tend to regain it all back and some within a five-year time frame. So that is actual research evidence that has shown that the majority of people do not sustain significant weight loss over a long period of time. And we know that those who experience weight cycling can have greater health risks. I've talked about this also in another episode um, than those who maintain um, what's a more natural set weight for them. So ultimately, this is just talking about the futility of restrictive dieting. It doesn't really work. So you might be thinking, I'm not happy with my body, but I'm tired of suffering for something that ultimately isn't worth risking my physical and mental health to obtain. What can I do? If weight loss isn't the end goal, then what should the end goal be? <laughs> I am so glad that you are listening if those are your questions, because trusting, honoring, and glorifying God in whatever we do should always be the end goal. 
This is a faith-based podcast, so I'm going to talk about God, I'm going to talk about Jesus, and I'm going to make sure that if you are listening, that you know where I stand on these things. Trusting God's design for your unique body begins with finding peace in his sweet and beautiful rest for your soul. Matthew eleven twenty eight. this is New International Version, says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Those are the words of Jesus. When we bring our weary, heavy hearts to him, he promises to give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. This includes a lasting peace about your body. Yes, even about your physical body that could not otherwise be found in any diet plan, weight loss journey, fitness regimen, you name it. So I think this is so huge if you can recognize that this is one of the things that you have experienced with dieting. All right, let's go on to number two. The second reason why you need to stop dieting right now is if you've been buying into the lies of diet culture and it has you bound. In my first podcast episode, I said that for many of us, dieting is a stronghold. But what exactly does stronghold mean? Well, if you consider the definition... Um, There are mainly two different types of strongholds. There are the physical strongholds, and then there's those that are spiritual. So a physical stronghold is a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against an attack. So in other words, this is like a fortress, like a building where it is difficult to get access inside because it is meant to um, defend the people inside or inside the walls uh, of the fortress to protect against an enemy attack. A spiritual stronghold, um, in the words of American Arthur, Arthur, American author and pastor uh, Max Lucado, is an old, difficult to manage or discouraging challenge. So the term appears over 50 times in the Bible for a variety of different reasons, but the scripture that I believe is most applicable to this definition of a stronghold is written actually by Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. This is also New International Version, which says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So now that we see here, um, Paul's description of a stronghold points to something that is an argument or a pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. So how might the act of dieting look like this? Well, if your dieting behavior is rooted in false beliefs from diet culture and lies about your body and the bodies of other individuals, it is a stronghold. For example, since diet culture is a set of beliefs that worships thinness as healthier, more moral, and more desirable desirable than fatness, accepting these beliefs will make you feel superior to others if your body size is smaller or inferior to others if your body size is larger. No matter what side of the fence you fall on genetically, because I think it's important to recognize that your body size has more to do with genetics than anything you have control over, you are bound by lies that contradict the truth of God's word. 
The word of God says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's Romans 3.23. It also says that none of us are righteous. That's Romans 3.10. But it also says that we are all made in the image of God. That's Genesis 1.26-27. And that our outward appearance ultimately does not matter and that it's what's in our hearts that matter the most. And that's 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. Y'all, we are all on a level playing field. Regardless of what the world says about your worth, what you look like, or how attractive you are, you cannot believe both what the world says about your value and what the Lord says. So what are you going to believe? Are you going to believe what diet culture says about you and your body and continue to fall prey to its lies and judgments? Or are you going to believe what the Lord says? Are you going to believe what Jesus says, which is ultimately the truth? I think it's important to contemplate that. Okay. All right. Number three, um, the third reason why it is important to let go of the dieting mentality is if your faith is in the gospel of self rather than the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh boy. (laughs) This one is a doozy. The self-esteem movement has taken the world by storm over the last few decades, and a lot of the messages are aimed at women. But this doesn't exclude Christian women. And I'm sure you've heard a lot of Christian influencers and people giving phrases like, you are enough, or you are worthy, or love yourself first. And this messaging has also given birth to the body positivity movement, which I have referred to on my Instagram page before, which emphasizes messages like, learn to love your body because your body is beautiful. I'm not here to bash these movements, or to tell you that you're wrong for believing the messages that they share. But I am here to tell you that if you try to lay the foundation of your life on believing that you are enough, or that learning to love yourself is the purpose of your life, or that you are worthy, or that you can make yourself worthy somehow, your life is going to crumble because of this faulty foundation. Self-help self-worth, self-care, self-love, all of the selves, (laughs) they will not save you when the storms of this life come crashing through. Jesus is the only one who can save you. He is the only one who can be that firm foundation for your life so that when the storms of aging, sickness, betrayal, depression, grief, and tragedy begin to crash against you because they will. Your life won't crumble to pieces because you will have his joy, his love, and his peace to sustain you. So I think those things are so key to just meditate on. If you need to go back and listen to that part of the recording again of this podcast episode, please do. All right, let's move on to number four. We got to keep on trucking. Um, The fourth reason why you need to let go of the dieting mentality is if your obsession with physical appearance or health has become idolatry. So 
This is when you become so entrenched in your pursuit of health, weight loss, fitness, physical beauty, that it becomes a small letter G God in your life. And this may sound like an extreme thing for me to say, but stay with me. I want you to hear this out. So many of us think of idolatry as like a biblical Old Testament thing. We picture Israelites worshiping a golden calf or tiny figurine idols that are, um, you know, part of ancient people groups believing that they possess some sort of divinity. But in reality, idolatry is anything that you love, worship, or dedicate your life to above your God and creator. So, It's a hard question we have to ask ourselves. Does my desire for health or beauty take the place of spiritual disciplines that honor God and re-establish the importance of my relationship with the Lord? So spiritual disciplines are things like reading your Bible, learning to pray regularly and and talk to God, um, having devotion to God and, and those that serve him and also serving those who are less fortunate than you and sharing the gospel with people who do not know the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. These are spiritual disciplines. If we find ourselves using the pursuit of physical health or beauty above these things, it has become an idol in our lives. But there's good news. You can live an authentically healthy lifestyle that honors God without letting the pursuit of health or beauty become idolatry. And I'm so excited to talk about this more on a future podcast episode. So hang in there with me. We will get there and dive into that very important topic. All right. And lastly, number five, the fifth reason why you need to stop dieting right now and reject the diet mentality is if your worth and identity are wrapped up in your body image. So this one is very similar to number three, where I talked about letting the gospel of self become the foundation of your life, but it has a greater emphasis on body image as the root of the problem. So I can honestly say that this is probably one of the hardest thought patterns to break, especially for us women. For centuries, the worth of women has been wrapped up in our physical beauty and attractiveness. Some of the earliest examples of this are found in the Bible, In Genesis 29, we see that there are two sisters that are described in very different ways. So we have Leah, who was said to have weak eyes, and then Rachel, who was said to have, quote, a lovely figure and was beautiful. And that's found in Genesis 29, 17. So we know that Jacob, their suitor, loved Rachel but he did not love Leah. So we can't help but think that Rachel's beauty was the reason why Jacob loved her. So no matter how much we fight it, it's no wonder that so many women struggle with the belief that their physical appearance is what defines them and that they can't or won't be loved unless they look a certain way. This is just pervasive in our culture and it's always been a part of it. But dear friend, Hear me when I say this, your worth is not found in your physical beauty and your identity is not wound up in whether or not you are loved by a man on this earth. Even if you've heard it a million times, it bears repeating, 
Your true worth is rooted in Jesus Christ, the one and only Son of God, who died to save you and rose from the dead to give you an abundant life, to give you a joyfully nourished life. He loves you more than you can possibly ever know. So don't let the lives of the enemy penetrate your heart and make you forget that. There are so many things out here in this world that try to make us forget whose we are and who we are. And it is rooted in Christ Jesus. You can live in freedom from diet culture and from these lies that come from the pit of hell. And you can start living in that freedom today. Okay. (laughs) I know I came at you hard with all of that today. I really want to go ahead and wrap up this episode though. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that this was just the springboard you've been needing to begin living out your unique version of the Joyfully Nourished Life. Again, if you haven't subscribed to my email list, visit my website, www.thejoyfullynourishedlife.com. I will have it down in the show notes. And also you can follow me on Instagram at the Joyfully Nourished Life for more content. Thank you so, so much for listening. Please leave a rating and a review so that others can find this podcast. And I look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Goodbye.